Now they've got another shorthanded rush. Stone is in, stops, scores! Because one hour isn't enough. We welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Over to the right side, sixth attacker is on. Carlson to the left, Petrangelo shoots wide, rebound, score! Chandler Stevenson ties the game. 4-4 with a minute 35 to play. Power play goal. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at lbsportsnetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Looking forward to catching up with Jack Eichel at some point during this hour on the VGK Insider Show. He is uh, back for the last couple of games, really exploded onto the scene uh, when he returned with that three-point night. Uh, So uh, that conversation in just a little bit. But uh, Ryan, Bruce Cassidy had a great media conference. He does every day. But Mm -hmm. uh, today was uh, really interesting. He talked about uh, the All-Star announcement, uh, Chandler Stevenson, and fitting uh, him with his hockey dexterity and the way he can play almost anywhere. uh, the freedom that that gives you, uh, Jake Lasician being mm-hmm. p- picked up on waivers. There, there was a lot in today's session. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, you mentioned it right off the hop, right? Great media availability with Bruce Cassidy, but that's something that I, I think we are privy to every single day. He's always insightful, always goes a little bit deeper than than maybe just surface area. And uh, I, I think we, we learn so much about this team from Bruce Cassidy every single day that he talks. I loved his conversation, too, talking about how Jim Montgomery is coaching uh, his division uh, with the Atlantic, uh, coaching the Boston Bruins, the team that uh, Bruce used to coach. Uh, Bruce is coaching the Pacific Division, the team that uh, Pete DeBoer uh, coached last year, and Pete DeBoer is coaching the Central Division, this rotation (laughs) going on. Here's Bruce Cassidy today at the podium. Well, it's always an honor. I think it's uh, obviously a team and staff award. I just get to go, so... I've been to one, uh, and I think it's fantastic for all the families and kids, especially if you have young kids that are around NHL players. I think um, I know my kids enjoyed that, and I saw other players' kids and whatnot, coaches' kids, trainers' kids, whatever around. You get to be around elite NHL players like that. I think it's a great opportunity for them. That's the biggest takeaway from the the uh, event. Um, you get to meet some some players, you know, sort of outside that intense environment of hockey and. And you get a little swag. I remember getting a, a new driver from TaylorMade or something. It was excellent. It was a great piece of equipment, so that was nice, too. No, I'll see how much he wants to play and go from there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask if you had any memories from that first one, but you got a driver from TaylorMade. I did get a driver. So did Cole. Um, we won one game and lo- we lost in the fi- uh, second game, right, which would be the final. So. What does it mean to you that... Pete was here last year, he's in Dallas, he's going. Jim was in Dallas, he was here, he's in Boston, he's going. You're in Boston last year, you're in Vegas, you're in London. You look at that, and what's that say to you? Well, uh, you know, obviously Pete's done a good job wherever he's been. I mean, he came from San Jose, I mean, he started, I know, in Florida and Jersey, et cetera, but he's done a good job wherever he's been. Uh, I felt I did a good job in Boston, uh, trying to do the same here. Monty is doing a good job in Boston. Um, you go right down the list of, of guys. Uh, sometimes you're in a, a good position to succeed. Like I said, we're going because of our record. Obviously, I coach the team, but it's the players on the ice that achieve that record. So it's a credit to them. When you when you win any any sort of organizational award or coach award, usually is a product of how the players play on the ice. 
certainly we have a say on that, but it, again, I appreciate their effort and what they've been able to do so far. We've had different guys in and out of the lineup, and so I get the, like I said, I get the, to get to go and get some of the souvenir stuff. But um, at the end of the day, those are nice awards, but you know, Gary ran it for one reason, one reason only, and that's to win the cup at the end of the day. So, but when we're there, we'll enjoy it. It'll be um, a nice weekend of probably hanging by the pool. Like I said, get to know some hockey people a little better. Be good for me and Pete to catch up. I spent a little time with them with Team Canada there, and I haven't seen much of them. Um, you know, the coaches all know each other a little bit. You know, it's tough during the year, so it's also an opportunity for us to sort of come together and talk a little hockey too. Coach uh, Chandler Stevenson for a half a year now. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. What's it been like, and what are your impressions of what he's brought to this team under your guidance? Well, he, he's a 200-foot player for us, um, plays in every situation. He's played the wing, he's played center. We can make an argument he's a better center than winger or, he can, you know, or the opposite. To me, he's just been a good player no matter where we've played him. Um, again, an underappreciated guy, I think. I didn't know how egg you know about his pace, and, and he's put up some numbers last year and trying to build on that. Uh, played a role to win, help win a Stanley Cup in Washington. So. But for me, it's just you know the everyday talent. You see a guy that can really make plays, and in the face-off circle, I didn't realize he was that strong on the dot. Um, he's been terrific. I, I think I think he could be a little more selfish on the ice too, and his goal totals will go up because he finds himself in the slot a lot in good shooting positions. Like that release the other night on the power play from Stone down low against Pittsburgh was, you know that that was that's elite. So you know if he could bring a little more of that too, and he just likes to pass first, right? I think that's probably the centerman in him. So. Um, and as for under my guidance, I don't know. I think he's a good hockey player, would play well no matter who, who, who's coaching him. But I think I've shown a lot of confidence in him in all those situations and tried to give him quality minutes. And that's, I guess, where the only thing I've done that I can't judge from the past. That would be great for him. I think it would be good for his overall just you know people's getting a recognition of of himself as a name and, and i know players are in it again for the crest but <clears throat> this is an all-star game and it's individual rewards so you know uh, i think he's as good as option as anybody especially in this format i think he's got all kinds of different skill sets he could present there um in the open ice three on three so um you know hopefully gets an odd i think we got a few go right down the list i don't want to single out guys we've got a lot of guys are certainly uh, recognizable and, and could easily go. It's just I think there's a limited number, and so that sort of takes some guys out of the mix. You guys lost Jake decision on waivers to the Rangers this morning. What does that mean to your depth? Well, Jake, you know he's been a uh, a golden knight, right? And and he's did his time in Henderson. Uh, we kept him up this year. We thought he'd be a good good depth player for us, and that's exactly what he was. Um, you take that risk when you when you send a, a player down. Um, we knew that there was a chance of that, and sometimes you you know you're able to preserve your asset, and sometimes you're not. So in this case, all I can say is I, I appreciate everything he did, Jake. Uh, when he was asked to win the lineup, he gave maximum effort. Um, I wish him all the best in New York. He's a fantastic kid, work ethic second to none, um, low maintenance. Um, so I w you know like I said, I wish him well. Sometimes that's what a player needs is an opportunity somewhere else to get. More minutes. Uh, we'll see with Jake in his case, but I, I can't. Nothing but good things to say about him. The entire rosters haven't been filled out yet for the All Star game. Is there anyone that you see on the rosters currently that you're excited to reconnect with or catch up with? 
Uh, on, on ours or anyone? Well, I got to go back. Uh, well, all Mark was in Boston with us last year. He's having a great year. It's always good to revisit players that you've coached, if Pasternak or Marshawn has had them. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think on our on our team. I don't know a lot of the guys um, personally, or I've ever coached them that I think you know that I can think of right now. Um, trying to even think who would be in the central that may have left Boston because that, that's predominantly where I spent my time. So, um, no, once I get there, though, I will. I'll uh, hopefully connect with a lot of different people I haven't seen in a while. <clears throat> what do you like what Ben Hunt's kind of provided as far as getting into the offense? Kind of yeah, he's done a good job uh, sort of biding his time. He's been low maintenance as well. He's worked hard, uh, to, to, you know, to, to keep his game up. Um, he can move pucks. Uh, sees the ice well. He, he adds some offense. You know, he, he he's he's good at pinching down and recognizing when he can get involved. For Ben, the, for Ben, the challenge is when you don't play that much is your your aggressiveness around the net. You're defending around the net because you're in practice. We replicate it a little bit like a two on two drill today. There's a bit of that, but three on two down low. But it's not consistent, right? And that's where it's tough to stay on top of your game. And that's where just getting his reps will will help him. But he's been a great pro. He's another guy low maintenance. He comes to work every day and good teammate. There is Bruce Cassidy today at City National Arena after practice. Uh, the Golden Knights will go back to work to tomorrow after four days between games. Uh, longest stretch that they've had on the season. A couple of things jumped out. Chandler Stevenson could be more selfish. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I love that because that was a rip job the other night against the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah. when Mark Stone gave it to him in that bumper spot. Yeah, 100%. I, I think for Chandler Stevenson, it's it's... You know, we know how he can set up plays. We we understand how good of a, of a playmaker he is, but his shot is great. When it's on and off the blade quickly, it's fantastic, as evidenced by that goal against Pittsburgh Penguins. So more, sh- more shots on the net from Chandler Stevenson. I'm all for it. The other part was talking uh, about the coaching community mm-hmm. and how uh, I mentioned he's talked to Monty mm-hmm. uh, at different times. Uh, he talks to Pete. He's looking forward to catching up with Pete. Uh, so Monty took his job. Uh, he took Pete's job. Uh, I give them all the credit in the world yeah. for being that open and, and that friendly and, and that uh, big, big of a person. Sure. Because there's no way in hell I am that big of a person. <laughs> no, you're when, not. When, when, it, when it comes to that kind of stuff. I would be awkward mm-hmm. to the person whose job I now have. Sure. And I would be bitter as hell at the person who has the job that I used to be employed by. Mm-hmm. And it would just be weird and pissy uh, well, by me. It doesn't surprise and, me and, at and, all. And, and I give them... Leon? That, that's pretty cool that they're that they're all sort of part of that, this coaching fraternity. Well, I, I think that's exactly what it is, right? Like, it, you and are... During the pandemic, yeah. the, the coaching association took big steps. They did a lot of stuff uh, together. You, you are one of 32. Mm-hmm. Right. And and there there's, again, a lot of confidence, a lot of self-belief that goes into that. But, you know, it, it, it's also a situation where I think that as we've talked about, maybe a different voice is good for players. I think sometimes a different setting is good for coaches. And if that's kind of the way that you look at it, the mindset that you have about it, I, I think for Bruce Cassidy, like he believes he's better every successive stop that he has in the NHL. I would say the same thing for Jim Montgomery and probably the same for Pete DeBoer. And the more you learn, the more you grow, the more you adapt and change. 
I think every opportunity that's in front of you um, is is another great opportunity to prove yourself. And, you know, I don't know how I would feel in that spot, but I don't think I'd be, you as, don't, aw- I don't, you, I don't you think don't I'd be as awkward as you. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know how I'd feel. Um, I'd like to sit here and, and, you know, believe that I'd be a-okay with it. I, I don't know that I would be, but I don't think I'd be as awkward as you. I know people in the National Hockey League who have gone through mm-hmm. what Pete and Butch and Jim and they, they've experienced, and they're a lot like me. I, but, I, I but know people not, who are, but who, it's not who, the guy who replaces you. It's not his. Doesn't fault. matter. It, doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I don't know that I'd view I've it that been way. through it on this business. Sure, and I'm sour, and still sour. So I can't imagine what it would be like in 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 that business. But there, maybe it's a society and and <laughs> becoming more accepting, and and maybe that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But. This is different compared to some of the people that I've been around who have been fired in the National Hockey League. They didn't want anything to do with the person that took their job mm-hmm. or that uh, that organization, and they were very vocal about it. And I supported it wholeheartedly. Again, so, good not, on you. Not at all surprising. Good on you. Are you like, hold a grudge. How long do you hold that grudge for? A long time. Forever? And actually, I didn't really get it. And then I got it. Really? And then, and and I still get it. Mm-hmm. So you, ah, like, I'm, you're gonna like hold on to it for ten years, twenty years? Like how, how long? How long do grudges last for Darren Millard? Until I'm putting that urn on the uh, fireplace. Well, you're you're not putting the urn on the fireplace. No, until I'm put on the urn no, on put the fireplace. In the urn on the fireplace. The that's when it's gonna. That's what's gonna go. Maybe I might let go of it then. Maybe before then. Maybe just slightly before then. But you know what? The way I feel right now, it's not going anywhere. And I'm I'm just, once again, this is a compliment to Butch. Yeah, 100%. And it's a compliment to Pete. Mm -hmm. uh, And a compliment to to Jim. I had Jim on the the Chirp podcast. We talked about it. And I told him the exact same thing we just talked about. Mm -hmm. How, like, he's a better person than I am. When it comes to that sort of thing. Uh, we've got Jack Eichel coming up in just a little bit on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, we'll talk to the Vegas Golden Knights uh, star forward uh, about coming back. So he played a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they had this four-day break. It's really good timing in the sense, but it's also probably a little frustrating. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you, you get yourself ready to go, get yourself into the lineup, and then you've got a little bit of a break. But nice to re- reset and refocus. Mm-hmm. Fox Sports Las Vegas, the VGK Insider Show, Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman. Here's uh, Jack Eichel with us. Hey, what, what are you doing on a day like today? You practice, and then, and then what else do you do? Um, not much, honestly. It was a pretty nice day today in Vegas. Sun was out, so I took the dog for a little walk. Got some treatment, kind of just relaxed, and not a whole lot. You know, you just think you just try and take advantage of your days that are quiet, and um you just try and rest up and prepare for your next game. Hey, when we were in Denver the other day, there was some snow on the ground. And uh, I'm from Canada, and, and I was stepping in the snow, and I thought, I don't need, never need to do this again. Uh, you're from the East. Uh, do, you, do you miss the snow at all? Not at all. No. Yeah, good for you. I'll take, uh, I don't know what it was today exactly in Fahrenheit, but it was pretty nice. Uh, it was pretty nice walking around, sun shining, the weather's good. I think... Uh, 
think I'll take this over the snow. Jack Eichel's with us in the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, how's the body feeling right now? I feel really good. Yeah, I mean, I feel really good. Obviously, had that little, uh, you know, a little road bump in the beginning of December. There had to, uh, you know, had to get myself back to 100 percent and get myself back to healthy. And um, you know, it's a long season; injuries happen, and um, you never like being out of the lineup. But uh, you know, just uh, you know, did a good job of, of preparing, uh, you know, to come back to play and getting my body to where it was before uh, I got injured there in Detroit. And um, so now I feel, uh, you know, I feel good now. Hey Jack, where do you, where do you feel like your overall game is right now as, as you're coming off of that injury? Well, I mean, I had a lot to like about the game against Pittsburgh. I thought I put well, I thought I, uh, you know, obviously it's nice to help contribute offensively. And, um, you know, I, I think as a team, you know, we'd probably all like to flush the game Saturday against the Kings. Um, you know, give them credit. They played really well. They played, you know, uh, they play a very structured game, and I thought they did a good job of limiting our opportunities to create offense. And you know, they were, you know, more opportunistic than us. I thought we had a few chances early in the first period. You know, maybe if those go in, it's a different game. But um, you know, I, I think you move on to that. I, I feel good. I felt like I was playing pretty well prior to you know getting injured, and um, you know, you just kind of want to continue that. Uh, you and Riley had that give and go in the neutral zone. I think it was in the first period, but that that looked like the like the poster for trying to break the one three one. Yeah, it was. I mean, like you said, like uh, you know, like I said, they 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 have a very good structure there. LA does, and uh, they they play very they play pretty true to it. I mean, they uh, they get into that, and sometimes it can be hard to get to the neutral zone with speed. So I thought we had a good plan early on, and um. You know, give them credit. They stuck with their game. Um, you know, there was a few chances I thought we had that we were able to break it and get to the neutral zone with some speed. You know, that was one of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't any of our best games. And, um, you know, definitely not mine. I I didn't have it that night. And, and um, you know, you just you move on. Um, you know, we have, you know, some, some big home games coming up here. Starts tomorrow night against Florida. And, um you know, if you lose the game, you know, you just have to move on. That's the beauty of this league is normally you're playing pretty pretty quickly after you, your last game. You know, we had some we had a little more time than we normally have had this season, uh, to think about the last one and but uh, I think it was a good opportunity for everyone to get a little bit of rest, uh, recover a bit. We had some nice team practices, um, you know, and, and just prepare for tomorrow. Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of the the, the main question. As, a, as an athlete in those situations, coming off of a game like you had against L.A., would you prefer to just get right back out there, or do you welcome the, the practice time and, and a little bit of downtime before your next game? Um, you know, you could probably go either way there. Um, our, schedule's been, our schedule's been pretty hectic, you know, for the most part. Haven't, haven't had too many breaks or uh, extra days off uh, during the season, and you know, we, we do have some guys that are that have been injured, and we get some guys that have recently come back. But um, you know, I, I think at this point in the season, it's probably good to have a few extra days. Um, you know, it should help us in the long run. And uh, but yeah, I mean, whenever you have a tough game, you always like to come back and play as quick as possible. And um, you know, you're always just gearing gearing up and, and looking forward to the next game because it's a good opportunity to you know put the last one past you. Is it true that, and we're with Jack Eichel in the VGK Insider Show, that you're responsible for Paul Cotter being nicknamed Little Buzz? 
yeah, well, I don't know if I'm exactly the, the sole uh, person that will take responsibility for it, but, uh, yeah, Paul, uh, Paul showed up at the Halloween party dressed as Buzz Lightyear, which, uh, you know, was, was what I was dressed up as, um, so... Uh, he was nicknamed Little Buzz, and uh, I was Big Buzz, so that's where it was born. <laughs> he he did say that your costume was ten times better than his. No, oh, I don't know. I just had a I had a visor. I had like the the Buzz Lightyear headpiece on, and <laughs> I don't know if I want to say my costume. His costume was good too, but uh, it's always funny, uh, you know, when somebody shows up dressed the same thing. Obviously, Paul and I didn't talk about what we were going to be, but. Um, yeah, he shows up dressed as, uh, as Buzz Lightyear as well. and um, But, of course, of all people that show up dressed as the same thing as me, it's Paul Cotter. He, he's a personality, <laughs> isn't he? Like, I can't, he is. Like, you, you've been around the game long enough, and, and a young guy, and then now no, one of the, the veterans. It used to be you kind of were, were, were seen but not really heard. Uh, Paul is heard, but he, it's, it's engaging. Like, we love it. You know, he, he's, he's great. I mean... You know, he has a good attitude every day, and uh, he comes to the rink, and uh, I think he brings a lot of energy to our room, and guys get a lot of laughs from him, and um, yeah, like you said, he's he's constantly being heard, and um, <laughs> you know, he's always, you know, he takes it well, I think he takes a lot of, uh, you know, he takes a lot of heat from, from the boys, but, um, you know, he takes it well, and uh, he's been he's been a good addition to the locker room and to the team this year, and I think he's developing his game and continuing to get better. And uh, I, I definitely enjoyed being around him. So um, you know, Paul's been a nice addition this season. Do you think Phil and Phil and uh, Jack are right beside each other in the in the dressing room at City National Arena? Do you think Phil likes that? I, I know he likes you, but you're very popular with the media and people around you. And then Phil doesn't want to have anything to do with us. Uh, do you think he loves sitting there? I don't know. I mean, Phil's, Phil's been through so much. I mean, um, you know, we're, you know, he's, he's done the, he's done his rounds in Toronto where the media is, there's, you know, a full locker room every day. So I'm sure he, he likes the fact that, uh, you know, we have probably about, uh, you know, a quarter of the media You're right about you know, that. attendees in the locker room every day. And, uh, it's, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit more relaxed here. Uh, the media members are a, a lot more friendly, and um, they're are probably a lot less critical. So, uh, uh, you know how Phil is. I mean, he uh, he definitely doesn't want to be he definitely doesn't want to be in the spotlight or anything. And um, but you know, he's another guy that's been he's been a great addition to our to our group this year, both on and off the ice. He's he's a lot of fun to be be around, and I think guys gravitate towards him and. Um, you know, I definitely really enjoyed getting to know him. You know, Jack, kind of along those lines, as a player now living and playing in Las Vegas, like, is there anything that's different than what your expectations were prior to the trade here? Um, you know what? I'm not really sure what what expectations I had. I think, you know, I think first of all, you just you don't know if you're even going to get traded. So, you know, to a place like this, so then you don't really. I guess you don't really have expectations. I think you have a, you know, somewhat of a picture in your head of what life might be like, and um, you know how, how things would how things would be differently if you were here. But you know, I don't know so much an expectation. You know, it's you know, it's tough. I mean, it's all this is all 
new for me, you know, getting traded and going to a new place. I think, you know, it, it's an expansion team that's only, this is the sixth year and this is the sixth year in the league. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think you've just, I think now at this point, I, I, maybe in the, the first few years where you come in here and you play against the Knights, I think you're a little bit maybe surprised about the type of support and the type of type of atmosphere you play in front of in uh, at T-Mobile. And um, but I think when you get here, it's a whole different story. Uh, you just, I think, anytime you know, I have family or friends come here, they all seem to say the same thing that they're. You know they're blown away by how much uh, you know VGK and and Knights logos are everywhere, and how it just seems like everything in Vegas supports the team, and you know how much the the organization, the team, mean to the people in Las Vegas. Because you know I think everyone just automatically assumes you know Las Vegas Strip, which you know there's a lot of a lot of tourism and and people coming in here, and and not your not your not your regular uh, you know Vegas resident, but. You know, there's there's a large community here, and there's so many people here that care so so much about the Knights, and uh, I know I've really you know enjoyed that part of it, and and getting to know people, and you know feeling their passion, and uh, it's it's really been um, you know a pleasant surprise. I consider myself part of that, like getting to know you, and you getting to know me, like we're we're buddies now. <laughs> we, we've yeah, we've developed a nice relationship. Unfortunately, too many. Too many rehab skates where I get to uh, where I get to shoot on you. Exactly. Yeah, we we, we could spend some a uh, little less time uh, together. Hey, well, dog uh, name and dog breed before we let you go. My dog. Yeah. Is a uh, he's a French bulldog. He's uh, his name's Harold. Where does Harold come from? Nice. Um. When we when we got when we got him we. Uh, I originally wanted to get a, a big and a small dog. So Harold's our only dog right now, but, uh, my plan was to, uh, I'd always wanted, I'd always wanted a Rottweiler. So, uh, we got Harold the French bulldog a few years ago, and then I was planning on getting a Rottweiler and I wanted to name, uh, originally it was Harry. When I first met the dog, I was, we named him, we started calling him Harry. And then, um, you know, I mean, you, you get the dog and yeah. he kind of just turned into a Harold. So, <laughs> Uh, you know, I think it was within days of getting him, he turned into Harold, and uh, the plan was the Rottweiler would be named Marv. So Harry and Marv, uh, I'm a big fan of Home Alone. Nice. So uh, big dog, little dog, big guy, little guy, uh, Marv and Harry. But now he's now he's Harold, and we don't have a big dog yet. Um, you know, I'd love to get one at some point. Maybe name him Marvin, but uh, I'm not sure my girlfriend's too much of a fan of that name. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, one more because we had this comment conversation yesterday. I'm going to get in trouble for asking you this question. So don't tell anybody at back at the office, Nate or anybody, even though Nate's on the phone with you. Uh, uh, if if a dog has an upper body injury or a lower body injury, where is the lower body injury? You know what you know what I'm trying to ask you here. Is it right in the middle of the torso? Is it the legs down? Uh, we're, we're trying to sort of nail down what an upper body injury is for a dog or a lower body injury is for a I dog. I think a lower body injury for a dog would be is either one of his two uh, back legs, back right? Legs. I mean, that's that's his lower body. You ever seen like a dog jump up on something or exactly. put their paws up on you? Yep. Uh, paws are their arms and back legs are their... Uh, 
back, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's how I would look at it. That's uh, that's the way the majority of people do look at it. Uh, not surprisingly, I went the other way and went vertical. So, uh, <laughs> once again, I lose to Jack Eichel. I'm getting used to this. Uh, Jack, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Good luck tomorrow night, and have a, a great second half, pal. Okay, thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. Awesome stuff. Uh, Jack Eichel, so cool to be able to hang out and talk to him on the VGK Insider Show and talk a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harold and Marvin. Love it. Love it. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big I did not know that. Home Alone guy, like for sure. So um, I'm all in on Harold and Marv, or Harry and Marv. Um, and I also now know how you feel on a day-to-day basis losing to Jack Eichel. So mm-hmm. it's a bummer. Uh, <laughs> that uh, Yeah, because you were with me on this. I was. I was. Now I have to rethink. Like Jack made such great sense when it came to that. If only somebody else was able to put together an argument as as cohesive as Jack's was. Like Chapman? Yeah. Well, with well all like, I, like I said, like I said to, to Mrs. Wallace, there was no argument that was needed because it was so obvious that it was the way I said it was that I really didn't need to formulate an argument. There's some real chemistry in that room. Yeah. Like you can hear it, uh, like Paul Cotter, rookie, fits in well. Mm-hmm. Loud guy in the room, but fun guy in the room. Phil uh, in that room. And these aren't, Top six guys right now, like Paul's. Paul's been up and, and down, but those glue type players mm-hmm. are, are so important, and you can hear it in Jack talking about them. Oh, a hundred percent. And you know, again, it, you 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 look at what Paul Cotter's been able to do, and and the ability for Paul to be who he is inside the room. It's a testament to leadership. It's a testament to all of. You know, all of all of the personalities coming together and gelling and, and working in, in such a great and unique way. And and I, I think you're absolutely right. Like this team enjoys being around one another and it shows in their interviews and it shows with their play on the ice. And it allows Jack to be who he is. Yeah, hundred percent. In a quick succession. I, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Amadio today and said, What what is it about this group that allows people to fit in so quickly? And he just said, Everybody's who they are. Mm-hmm. There's no big egos walking around and and intimidating people or trying to control the 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 mood or the message. It's just everybody's natural, and yeah. you you hear that in in Jack Eichel. I, I love it. Uh, he'll be on the ice tomorrow against the Florida Panthers. That's Saturday. Whew, that's going to be fun. Connor <laughs> McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers catching them at the bit of an end of a road trip. Yeah, uh, and and Stuart Skinner went home for the birth of his child. I don't know whether he's going to be back to play in that game or whether it be Jack Campbell. So there's some moving parts uh, around the Edmonton Oilers. And then next week uh, we've got the Monday game, the President's Day game, and next Thursday is Detroit. Mm. And we have two tickets to give away to the Detroit game next Thursday. You pick the caller. Caller number five. Caller number five. And if if caller number five mm-hmm. isn't caller number five, I get the tickets. I'm trying we're, to establish my Michael Lee Minden we're gonna keep uh, doing hockey that. parlay yeah. thing. That's fine. No, I'm, yeah. I'm good uh, with it. Uh, caller number five. Call right now. 702-876-1340. We'll be back with one-timers. News and notes from around the National Hockey League on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. Coming up, I'm going to tell you how to get more Golden Knights into the All-Star Weekend in Florida next month. But I want to start with this story. 
because I'm brushing up on my soccer knowledge with mm -hmm. Bill Foley purchasing Bournemouth mm -hmm. and just getting my knowledge up to speed on the Premier League. And then lo and behold, out pops this story from the Chicago Blackhawks yesterday that Peter Cech, mm -hmm. who was a goaltender in the Premier League with Chelsea and Arsenal for a long time, mm -hmm. like 15 years, went out and skated with the Chicago Blackhawks yesterday as a goalie. And he was invited out by Peter Mrazek, their buddies uh, from, from back home. And Peter Cech, who plays a semi-pro league in, in England, uh, is pretty good. Yeah. He's a soccer goalie, mm -hmm. soccer keeper. Yep. And now he's a hockey goalie and loves it. They he they got the permission from the general manager and the coach Luke Richardson, the goalie coach Jimmy Waite. He went out there, and he's pretty good. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the video? I did. Yeah, making saves, making it look pretty easy. Um, I guess when you're just that talented at stopping things, it translates to really any field that you play on. But two totally different. No, I, I know positions. That that's the part that 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 I'm shocked at. That he's got all the mannerisms mm -hmm. of a hockey goalie. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why I was maybe expecting him to be a, a, a little bit more keeperish. Sure. But his footwork is excellent. It's on NHL.com. Yeah. Hey, Chapman, it's really interesting that a guy can be at that high level of the Premier League and be able to go on and skate and do this. Chapman has no idea. He's the soccer guy, yeah, and he's got not, no none, idea about the story. None at all. Well, no. I mean, I, I... Do you have any idea about the story? I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching the video. He has no idea. No, no. I do. What no, are you looking I, at? I didn't, the video. I'm, I'm watching the video, yeah. I told you about it five minutes ago, yes. and you did nothing about it. Well, you didn't and say now you're was, watching. You didn't say that there was video of it. I thought bringing up soccer and hockey was right in your wheelhouse. You 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 asked me if I knew who he was. You didn't say there was video of him playing goal. I didn't that know. That is true. When I, when I saw him doing this yesterday at practice, I thought he was just a fill-in practice goalie. Mm-hmm. Like mm -hmm. uh, other dudes that just go out there and occupy a space for a little bit. Sure. Yeah, we got one of those guys. Here. Yeah. Like you. It, this is different. He was invited out by the team mm -hmm. and did a really nice job off of the top soccer league in the world. I want Peter Check as an e-bug. Yes. That'd be fun. Would that not be outstanding? Oh, it'd, be it'd be awesome. You talk about growing the game. That's how you grow the game sure. in England. 100%. 100%. Is having something like that happen? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what, uh, other goalie news. Freddie Anderson could return when the Carolina Hurricanes play the Columbus Blue Jackets on Thursday. He's missed uh, twenty nine games. Wow. Twenty nine. Like I, I don't know whether they're ever going to be fully, completely satisfied and confident that their goaltenders are going to be able to do the job for them there. Are you not bought into Kochetkov? Yeah, but he's not Freddie. He's not supposed to be the guy. He's not supposed to be Freddie Anderson. He's the guy right now. And and to be fair, I think the expectation is that you can't rely on Freddie Anderson to be healthy. So and who's I would, the other guy? Antiranta, who's... <sighs> Hurt yeah. more than Freddie Anderson. Right, right. So my my thought process is like, while it's great to have Freddie Anderson back into the fold, I'm not going to derail what 
Kochekov has done to this point. Like, I'm rolling with him if I'm Rod Brindamore. So, Antiranta, to prove my point, was held out of practice today uh-huh. because he had a little something the other yeah. night when he was backing up. <clears throat> a little issue today, so they kept him off the ice. That's, it's going to be a rotation. Yeah. And Kochekov will be in when the other two guys are out. I mean, to be fair, like, if they keep throwing 68 shots on goal, they, they might not need to no, worry I've too much No, I told you what happens there. The, the, the shot clock goes up by fours in, in Carolina. I'm just saying. Per one shot. Yeah, it's just, well. look at the shots. They, they lead the league in shots every year. Yeah. And that uh, that is a big reason why. So we have a, we've got the NHL All-Star voting taking place. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been to NHL.com and voted? Yes. All right. Have you been to NHL.com and voted? Yes, sir. All right. It's... I wouldn't say it's the easiest thing to do. It's not the easiest thing to no. do. Is that, it's, it's difficult so it's not on your just phone. Me no, no, it's not, it's not just you. There's there's a lot of things you got to do just to be able to get to where you need to vote. You, know, you wouldn't hesitate to say it was just me, but the fact that you no, it's don't not jump all over me. Yeah. No. no. Uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit cumbersome to, to get to there's that There's effort involved yeah. in voting. It's going to change. It's going to be much easier as of tonight. Okay. All right. For a couple of days. Uh, Twitter NHL All-Star fan voting opens up this evening uh, Hmm. at 9 o'clock. Going to retweet that or what? Uh, No, you just tweet. You don't have to retweet anything. You just tweet. Although you can retweet. Let, Let me just run through this. If you want, let's go with. Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or Jack Eichel. Sure. Jack was just on the program. Yep. We should give Jack some uh, some of our, our focus right now. If you want Jack to accompany Bruce Cassidy and Logan Thompson to Florida for the NHL All Star Game, this is uh, this is what you what you can do using the hashtag NHL All Star Vote. Okay. Tweet that with the player's first and last name. That's easy. Sure. We can do that. Or tweet hashtag NHL All-Star Vote plus the player's Twitter handle. Okay. That works. Or you just retweet a tweet with hashtag NHL All-Star Vote plus the player's first and last name or Twitter handle. And you can do this Mm -hmm. as many times as you want. I don't know whether it counts all the time. Yeah. You're only allowed to vote 10 times a day. Okay. So maybe only 10 tweets will count. Well, but I can tell nice. you this. Doing it that way mm-hmm. is a lot easier than going through the website. And a lot of a lot of people don't care about the Atlantic Division if you're a Las Vegas fan. Sure. Right? Yeah. So you, you don't have to go through that process. You don't have to go searching for a goaltender from the Metropolitan Division. This if, is if you're not following it. You can just you can just vote for Jack or Chandler or Riley or mm-hmm. whoever else you, you want on the team from the Vegas Golden Knights standpoint. Right. And and every time it's retweeted by yours truly, Darren Millard, um, it'll reach like 140,000 people. So exactly. 2.4 million, actually. If, if Chandler Stevenson does not get into the NHL All-Star game or Jack Eichel or anybody that you want from the Golden Knights, it's directly correlated to Darren Millard not retweeting. Yeah, with my 2.37 million followers right now, you, you better get them there. It's, it's it's right up there. Those are your oh, one time vote 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 Twitter or NHL.com. Those are your one timers for this Wednesday, January on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh-huh.
When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. Hi, Darren. So I have a feel-good story coming to you by way of Vancouver. So on December 23rd, Lyndon and Marshall State attended a game against the Edmonton Oilers at Rogers Place in Edmonton. The boys held up a sign asking Bo Horvat to play rock, paper, scissors for a signed stick. Horvat saw the sign door and warm-ups handed the boys the stick. Unfortunately, the stick was lost by the airline on their flight back to Vancouver. So the mom, uh, Janelle State, tweeted at Bo Horvat at the Canucks, at Canucks PR, that they were given a stick at the game, but the airline, who I will not name, lost it on their flight home to Abbotsford on December 24th, and they will not get it back to them. Can you help us out, please, with a Christmas miracle? So yesterday, the Canucks mascot, Finn, and former goalie Kirk McLean, who, by the way, made one of the most incredible saves in playoff history. Was it 94? They showed focus, up. Focus, focus, focus. They showed up at the house of the States yesterday with a signed Horvat stick and a jersey to give to Lyndon and Marshall State. Very cool, very happy ending here for the little kids. Uh, I'm assuming Lyndon, named after Trevor Lyndon, but nonetheless, very cool gesture by the Canucks, very cool gesture by Bo Horvat to show up at the house or the family's house and give the kids a signed stick and a jersey. You know, sometimes I listen to you do Catching Up with Chapman. Yes, and I start to think that this is the first time that you've thought about what you're talking about. No. The, no. the Linden thing, that just occurred to you when you were talking no, about it. No, no. When I read, I, come on. When I read the story, I know who Trevor Linden is, and I know who Kirk McLean is. I could put two and two together. I don't know who Marshall's named after. All right. You said they flew home. From Edmonton to Abbotsford. Okay. On Christmas Eve, the airline lost the stick that was signed. I guess you have to check it. I don't think you could bring that and put it in the in the overhead. What so, I couldn't figure out was why didn't they go to the game in Vancouver? Well, maybe it was a gift. You know, I mean, listen, I'd love to go to a game in Edmonton. I think it'd be kind of cool. So, and it's not that long of a flight. What is it? An hour, ninety minutes? Northern Alberta, middle of December. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think you'd rather go Although to Yorkton. Vancouver's been uh, slammed with snow, too. No, Yorkton, I've done Christmases in Yorkton. Yeah, good nah, time. No cruising down Broadway from Corona to wherever it was you were. The Corona Motor Inn against yeah, the, yeah. Uh, to the Imperial 400. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of those places are still there. Well, I think the Imperial 400 is, but it's been a while since I've been to Yorkton. The Imperial 400 sounds like a car race. Yeah, you need to go back again. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a hotel, and they're at opposite ends of the strip. Broadway, wow, Broadway Street, not Broadway Avenue. I don't know. I'll ask, <laughs> I'll ask Korzak tomorrow. Yes. I'll see him. Is the is the Imperial Four Hundred? That still sounds there? like catching up with Chapman. <sighs> Linden. Am I assuming that that's Trevor Linden? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Fox Sports, Las Vegas.